if we stop and slow down and really think about the way we're reacting, the way we're living, we are going to find out that we do a lot of things out of habit. Um, I know that I changed the way that I did things for my kids in that year because it made me stop and think. It really helped process where I needed to be in that year um, for their change. Welcome to the Swayology Podcast. I'm your host, Ann Watson, and I cannot wait to help you think like a business so you can inspire like a boss. I am a former corporate girl. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur turned business coach, and I'm here to bring you practical advice, inspiration, and motivation as you navigate the wild, wild world of online business and marketing. We are going behind the scenes with successful coaches, creatives, communicators, and entrepreneurs. We're getting real about their stories so you can learn everything you need to in order to love your business and your life. So whether you are working to earn an income or you aim to get your message out there, the Swayology Podcast is going to give you the tools you need to grow your self-worth and your net worth. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. So if you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, hey. Okay, so if you've been around the Swayology podcast for a minute, then you've heard me talk about the various mastermind groups that I have been in because I bring a lot of the amazing women that I meet in them on the show because I just feel like you guys need to hear their amazing goodness and wisdom. And today is no exception. I am bringing on a friend of mine, Cindy Manko. She is a life coach for parents of high school seniors. I mean, it's so niche, but it's so brilliant. You guys are going to love her. We are talking about what it felt like when she became an empty nester and how she did this whole year of no in order to discover who she was now that her entire identity wasn't wrapped up in being a mom. And just kind of how a passion that she had and something that she learned became something that other people wanted to pay her for. So she started a business and she is going to give you the story of how she started that, her best advice for doing it. And you're going to love her. You're going to fall in love with this wisdom. And you're also, if you have a high school senior, you know, someone with one going to want to hire her. I can't wait for you to hear this interview. She's so fantastic. She's so fun. Let's get started with my conversation with Cindy Manko. Cindy, I am so excited to have you on the Swayology podcast. Let's see, you and I have met in a mastermind group that we were in together and it had like a little side group that we became part of, which is such a good group of women. I mean, they really share, there's so much wisdom in there and everybody has sort of connected on a different kind of level. And you and I have connected like that too, especially because you're from Michigan Yes. which is where I grew up. And so I just knew, and I love, 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 love what you're doing. I knew I had to have you on the show. So welcome to the Swayology podcast. I am so excited you're here. Well, thank you for having me. And I am excited to um, just talk business and and share all the, the fun stories of business. And I appreciate you having me on and I love being connected through Michigan. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun. You guys have way better weather up there than I do right now. I mean, we're we're still like night. It's let's see, the end of September at the time of this recording. It's still in the upper nineties with the heat index in the triple digits. We have set a record this month for the most days of the triple digits in September 
and it's brutal, but I know that you guys are, I mean, I can see you're wearing this cute little jacket kind of thing in Michigan. I love this weather right now that we're having like mostly sunny days in seventies, low seventies. It's like my favorite weather. That's when I miss Michigan the most. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good weather right now for sure. But we didn't come on here to talk about weather, did we? No, no. Why don't we start with just in case my listeners have not yet heard of you and they're going to want to tell us a little bit about you and what you do and how you got started doing it. Okay. Well, um, I am a life coach for moms of high school seniors, very niche down because it's a pretty pivotal year. Um, And the reason why I picked that year was because when um, my oldest was a senior, um, she came running in the door one day and scurried by me in the kitchen and said, oh my gosh, mom, I've got good news for you. I made it on homecoming court. And I'm like, what? And she kept going and went upstairs. And then she came back down and I'm like, tell me more about it. She goes, I can't. I can't tell you right now because I've got to go do this, do that. And I'm like, I just want to sit down and have coffee with her and have a chat and talk about how fun that is. And all the things that I thought her character made her, you know, deserving of being on homecoming court. And um, so in the moment, I just paused and was just heartbroken that I couldn't talk to her about it. And so I sat down and started writing a journal to her. I thought if I'm not going to have the time to talk to her, I'm going to tell her what I'm feeling in the moment right now in a journal. And so I started this journal for her and wrote in it all year long. And I was just having a great time being able to have the conversations. Maybe they weren't face to face, but I was able to share some really good raw feelings that I would have missed had I not written those down in the journal. And um, little did I know that that journal was going to be so important for me. It was it was life-changing for her to be able to read through this that year and to see all the lessons that I had written in there that she had learned through the years and mostly through that year. But the lessons I learned and in how to let go kind of came out in those journal. And I just can't even tell you it just it was life-changing for me as a mom it helped me with that that pivotal role that changes in that senior year you know your child's going off um, out into the world and you aren't sure whether you've prepared them enough and by writing down her journey helped me to see that she was more than ready and it helped me to let go easier And um, it was just a really neat process for me. I did it with all three of my children. And um, the day I dropped them off at college, I handed them the journal and left. And um, they really just soaked it in. I have have two, two daughters and one son, and my son is the youngest. And to this day, I'm not sure if he totally read through it, but... He did say that he laughed at a lot of the things that are different now than when um, uh, talking about the past. He thought it was kind of fun to go back. Um, But, you know, boys are different than girls. So so that just sparked in me this like want to help moms in this pivotal time. And I'm I'm empty nesting and I needed something to do. And I'm more than fortunate to have this empty time and space to 
um, create a new business and I have, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's just been um, a lot of fun. The journey to get where I'm at now has been really interesting. You've been part of that in our coach school classes and it's been fun. You know, I love, love that you did this. And I also have two daughters and a son. My son is the youngest and mm -hmm. I'm also empty nesting. And I'm wishing that I had met you before they started the process of graduating high school, because I could have done this journal. Although my kids went through a little bit of drama in high school. So there probably would have been some bitterness and stuff in the journal. So maybe it's better that I did it. However, I love this concept. And I love that you said that your daughters appreciate it. That would be my big fear is that my kids wouldn't appreciate that I was doing that. But I think something else that you said that was key is that it was pivotal for you to help you let go. Yeah. You know, and, and they need to hear that we have these feelings too. Like they're going through big changes in that time. And, and actually when I hear you say, you're not sure it would have been a good time. It would have been the best time because it would have helped you to slow down with your role, with your emotions, because that's what happens is we get caught up in the emotion of everything and, and life's busy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can agree, especially with kids who are busy. Um, I had busy kids in sports and they tried all the things. So I felt like you know, I have a friend that calls it the ovary 500, where we're running in circles, running. <laughs> so, you know, I was doing the ovary 500, but it offered me that time to sit down and ponder what was going on. And I caught myself so many times with feelings that were not mine to have. Like, interesting. If we, if we stop and slow down and really think about the way we're reacting, the way we're living, we are going to find out that we do a lot of things out of habit. Um, I know that I changed the way that I did things for my kids in that year because it made me stop and think. It really helped process where I needed to be in that year um, for their change. As scary as it is for us to let go, it's scary for them to let go too. They may not show that, but when you start digging in there and really considering the emotions wrapped around things, you're going to find, you're going to absolutely find that, um, it's not as difficult as we make it seem. It doesn't have to go as fast as we're thinking it's going. If we slow down and we write these things down and we think, and, and so it really helped me. I have this book coming out. It's right now in publishing and it's a, it's a prompted journal to help moms do the same thing that I did. Cause I know there's a lot of women out there that are saying, oh, I'm not a journaler. I wouldn't know what to write. Well, I'm helping you with that. And it's not as hard as you think. Um, you just say what you want to say, really. And, and I'll tell you, I had better conversations in the year because of it. Um, it gave me a chance to sit down and really think about how I would like to help my child through something, be it a friend issue or a boyfriend issue, whatever it is. You know, I was able to come at it thoughtfully. You know, I had thought through, not just sitting down and just throwing out ideas or, you know, getting caught up in the emotion of it all. I got, I got to sit back and actually have some thoughtful conversation with them. I, I love this. I love this idea because I remember when I dropped my oldest daughter off at college for the first time, it was actually sort of funny. 
my husband, my son, my younger daughter, we were all in the car, we're driving home and everybody was dead quiet. And I turned around at one point. I mean, I was looking out the window and not looking at people or making eye contact because I was crying. I didn't want them to see my weakness. But then when I turned around and I looked at everybody, they were all crying too. And it was such an amazing moment because it, it, there's grief involved, right. With letting them fly the coop and you're helping with that. So I love, love, love this concept. I love what you're doing, but I really want to talk to you about the decision you made to turn this into a business, right? I understand that writing the book with the prompted journal, that's an incredible tool, but Mm -hmm. you went a step further. You said, I'm going to become a life coach. I'm going to actually coach people through this. What was that thought process for you? And how did you start? So here's what I'm going to say in empty nest. um, It's new. We all know this is a space that we hear the word empty nest. We know it's going to change, but um, I made a decision because I was a stay at home mom. I taught for five years when my kids were little and then decided to stay home. And um, so I came upon this time where, you know, my job was basically done. I, I didn't, I was forced into retirement if, if you want to say it that way. Right. And um, I knew this space. I had heard about this space, this empty nest space. And my husband is not ready to retire. So I'm thinking, what am I going to do in this empty space, which is, a that's a lot of space. And um, I had somebody tell me, and I can't remember if it was a friend of mine that said, um, please, whatever you do, take your time and don't just go volunteer and do a bunch of stuff. And I took that to heart because she said, it's going to look different and you're going to have to work at it. I, I didn't know in the time what that meant. So I chose and purposely said, no, no volunteering, no, just jumping in wherever somebody says, jump in. Um, I'm a yes man. I like to help. Um, a lot of people like to talk to me about things and I love to talk. <laughs> so right. I, I made the choice for myself and my husband to just get to know who I wanted to be and to listen to what God had to tell me about what he wanted to use me for. Wow. And I and love a, a that. Whole year, a whole year went by and I had just, it was really hard because when you're going a thousand miles an hour with kids and then all of a sudden it stops, you are, I, I felt lazy. I felt all these things and I didn't even know what to feel about myself because in that moment, who I was, was mom. I forgot your identity, who Cindy was without being a mom. And so I took a good year and read all kinds of books and um, just dove into the Bible and just did a lot of praying with God. God, in this moment, I feel really lazy. Tell me what I need to do. God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I have, I have a heart to help moms. Um, Do you need me to go back to teaching? What is it that you show me? You know, it was this constant conversation with God and little by little, and I don't even know how I, oh, I do know how I was um, asked by a young mom to do a podcast with her. 
And so I joined her for about a year doing a podcast and she was the young mom. I was the older mom and we just talked about mom life. And I just clung on. I didn't know how to do any of that. And I just showed up and I told her my thoughts and it like woke me up. It started to wake me up and my senses of, you know, I, I do have some things to share. And um, then I just, I, I met um, Allie Worthington through that. And we went to the Blistom conference and that just opened up a whole new world. Like I've always wanted to write a book. So I learned a lot about Blistom, about, you know, what that entailed, because that's what I wanted to learn how to do. And it's just, it's blossomed into so much. It's just this, this opportunity to reach moms in such a um, sentimental way that um, I've already experienced myself. And I've just dove into all kinds of research and have gone out of my comfort zone a hundred thousand times <laughs> trying to figure out how to run a computer. I don't even know how to use a computer. And now I do. Um, I've come so far and it's just, that's where it's all come from. And it just has been building and learning who I am and how I can be a difference in the world. I love that. Taking that time, you almost had a year of no, like we hear this concept of the year of yes, but you kind of had a year of no, mm -hmm. because you were determined not to do things for other people because you just really wanted to figure out who you were and who you wanted to be sort of the, what do I want to be when I grow up now that I'm not mom? Yes remembering who you were before kids or just launching into this journey. I've heard it called the second act and, yeah. and it's, it's scary. It's, you know, mm -hmm. something that trips people up, but you were very, very thoughtful about how you wanted to do that and have now landed in this helping other moms space. But more than that, you're like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and get paid for this. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell me about that decision to make it a business. Um, I think that it was a, it, it wasn't about a decision to, somebody told me that you should be doing this. You know, I, I never, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I don't have to work my, you know, I've, I've been a stay at home mom and that's why I was really careful with what I was doing because I value that space and um, I wanted to honor God and, you know, my husband working so hard to provide that opportunity for me to have this empty space. And I, I just think that um, writing the book was going to be a way that I could help moms. I, I always had moms coming to me and asking for advice and um, people would always walk away saying, I always feel so much better when I walk away. And so there's these little clues that I had along the way. Yeah. I didn't really heed warning to, or I don't know if you say heed warning to, but you know, that I didn't really hear until somebody said, you could make money doing this. And so as I was learning too, I was spending money. I'm thinking, I at least want to, you know, make enough money to pay back all the stuff that I have dumped in as far as, you know, learning. And I feel like I've been at college. I haven't been at college, but um, taking courses on how to become a coach and what right. that looks like and, um, you know, going to the conferences to learn what it looks like to to write a book and the whole publishing process. And man, that's a big thing. That's, that's it tough. That's a, 
it, they're scary things. There are things that are so out of my comfort zone, but if there's some encouragement that I could give somebody right now is don't stop learning because the more I get into this, the more I have to learn. Like I, you keep thinking, oh, I can't learn that much more. And then there's another whole, you know, world of learning ahead of you, or maybe you're morphing into something new. Like in the beginning of this, I literally thought I was going to write a book. And then it's turned into, I'm going to be podcasting. I'm going to be, um, I've, I've written a book and I'm going to be coaching. I am coaching right now a couple of clients and it is just complete reward. It Just to hear them feel a sigh of relief that they're not alone and that everything they're feeling is normal. And for me to be able to help them along is the world to me. It just feels so good because I've done a lot of the behind the scenes work. And I'm finally doing what I really like to do. And that is talk <laughs> and help people. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I really love what you were saying about how you spent all this time learning. And one of my favorite things about you is that, and you may not agree with me, but I think you're fearless. I think you're doing the big, brave, bold thing and you're doing it messy. We were talking for just a few minutes before we started recording about how messy and hard that it can often be, but that that's something that you really need to embrace. I mean, that's what I like to tell my clients is let it be messy and embrace the suck in the beginning, because it's not always going to be like that. And you are somebody that has just basically run into the mess with joy and gusto. And, and you're just reaping the reward of having done that. Yeah. And, and it is still in the beginning. That's like I said, encouraging others right now to just keep trying. And like you said, embrace the messy, you know, fail forward is something that I've heard too. It's not going to look or feel like you have in your head, what it's going to look and feel like. And yeah. at first, like you really need to just go for it and do it and, and move on. And I don't, I don't even sometimes know that how I got this far. And I, I thank you for calling me brave because <laughs> I still feel like I'm cowering at times, but um, each little step that you take does give you this um, confidence just to take one more step. Yeah. And you know, another thing that you've done, I mean, you said that you've done all these books, you've been researching. I know that you've signed up for courses. You went to the Blistem conference, which I wish Blistem was around still, but it's not, mm -hmm. um, but you've taken action to educate yourself. And so I think that that's a really important thing, especially when you have signed up for coaching, because one of the things that I realized is the first two years of my business, I didn't hire any coaches. I took a couple of courses, but it wasn't until my third year of business that I actually hired a coach. And it was my third year of business that I finally started to make a profit because I think that hiring a coach cuts your learning curve in half. I wish I had done that sooner. And so you're doing that early on. You're taking all those messy steps, but they're guided. They're, they're not just haphazard. You have kind of a plan and a strategy in place. And I think that that makes you a little bit unique, but also it's very inspiring for other people who are at the beginning. So yes, it's going to be messy, but if you have a coach or a guide, it'll go faster. It'll go a little easier. It'll be more fun. Without question. I, I would have given up, I don't know, six months to a year ago, had I not 
you know, immersed myself and you're right. That is really what it was. If I'm going to do this, I got to learn. I am terrified of the computer. I didn't know how to run it. I thought I was going to screw up on the computer somehow. And I just found somebody that was willing to zoom call me and show me on the computer on certain things. And, you know, I would, when I would hire, I hired a book coach to, you know, go through my writings to see, you know, even to prove to myself that I'm worth it, you know? Right. Um, and she was great. She, she helped me with in so many ways that she just kept opening up the whole world of this business for me. She just kept showing me and, and you are absolutely right. If you don't get a coach, you're going to stumble so much more and have a higher probability of never following through. Right. If I didn't, have the people around me that I have around me, I would never be this far. And maybe I'd be this far. Maybe I would be starting a book or or putting a book out there, or, or maybe I would try coaching, but it would not be professional and it would not feel organized and it probably would never last. Yeah. But I'm learning what it takes to keep things rolling and to keep things going and, and how to, you know, do the marketing, how to do all the pieces that I don't like doing, but the, I'll tell you, they always say, you know, the hardest things are the most rewarding and learning how to run a computer and how to market and all the things that I think are the hardest have been the most rewarding because I'm like, I can do this, you know, and if I can encourage anybody get people around you, find, find a coach that works for you and fail forward. I, I love that. I, I love the advice, the encouragement. It's just, and I can hear it in your voice, the mm -hmm. confidence that you have grown as a result of conquering these different obstacles. So I, I, and I love the fail forward. I once heard a quote, it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. I've said it on the show before, but I'll say it again from Nelson Mandela, who says, I never lose. I only win or learn. Mm, I love that. And it's, it's something that struck me. It's so powerful. So getting into this business, starting a business, taking the passion, the thing that you're loving, the thing that you've learned something about and turning it into a business in the service of others mm -hmm. is so powerful and mm -hmm. hesitating because you don't know what you don't know, or because you're intimidated by something is going to keep you, it's going to hold you back, but hire a coach, face your fear, get after it. And your confidence will grow. It'll be rewarding. I love your entire message. That's just really been fantastic. Well, thank you. I've been, I've enjoyed having people like you and in my life, because I'm telling you the people around you will make or break you. And yeah, you have always given me such solid, like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like, I feel like I can step the next day into the next day when, after I talk with you, because <sighs> you just give these like solid, confident things about me that make me believe in myself. I mean, if there's a good coach to have, it's Anne. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, it, and I'm, I just feel like you have this solid understanding of stepping into what you're doing and stop overthinking it. That's what I kept yeah. getting from you. Stop overthinking this. You are so ready. You've got it all. And I'm like, okay. Ann. 
but, but you I feel am. like you are am, and you're doing do. so great. And that's mm-hmm. what I love. I'm so it proud is, of you. It's been hard and it's been fun. It's been frustrating. It's been all the things, but you know, it's what we want. We want to feel alive and those things make us feel alive right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Cindy, where can people find you if they're, I'm guessing in the junior year is when they want to hire you? I am looking to help moms of high school seniors through the senior year. But if somebody is anxious to get started their junior year, absolutely. Um, Where can they find you? www.cindymanko.com. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put that in the show notes and have everybody that has an upcoming high school senior needs to reach out to you, or even it's not even too late this year. To, oh no, this is a great time right now for senior moms. Yeah. And it's about just slowing down, enjoying the year, communicating with your child, helping them transition, helping you let go all these yeah. beautiful things yeah. instead of stress and chaos. Absolutely. It's a shift. It's a mind shift. Cindy, thank you so, so, so much for coming on the show, for sharing your story, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your whole story of becoming a businesswoman. I think that it's really inspiring and it's going to help other people a lot. I just really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me. It's been fun to share and I uh, hope I've encouraged. You have. There you have it. I hope that you got so much out of this episode. I hope you'll save it. You'll download it. You'll revisit it. You'll take all the notes. And I hope that you're going to share it with people that you know that might benefit from some of this information. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Squiology podcast. You can find all of the links for everything that we talked about today in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot and post about it on your Instagram or your Facebook or wherever you like to post. And then tag me because I will also reshare it. It makes my day when you do that. But really what it does is it helps other people like you find the show and build our community. Got comments? I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or head over to my website and shoot me an email. Thanks again for listening. I'm so happy that you're here and so happy to be on this journey with you, both of us together. And I cannot wait to see you next time on the Swayology Podcast.